Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix. Hi. Hi. Kix uh, is dealing with jet lag in this moment, so yeah. I'm curious to see what you'll say in the in these moments of an intro. <laughs> well, get gird your motherfucking loins. <laughs> Gurge? Gird. Oh, I thought you said gurge. <laughs> is gird a word people use other than that saying? Well, y- Yes, it, I think gird is girdle. So like it, it means like pull tightly. Like I think it's that that's the word, isn't it? I don't know. I've never once been like I need to gird myself from this. Well, that's not how you'd use it, but I think it would be like like <laughs> I'm looking gird, at uh like what's another I can only think of gird as in like oneself for difficult or challenging. Oh, they are girding themselves for the upcoming court case. Which so Jin Shaw, right? Jin Shaw is girding herself for her sentencing. It's also um, girding for battle. So maybe girdle it comes from that because it's like a a preparation thing because it's something you wear underneath. Like it's something you. It's a. It's almost like an. It's not underwear, but it's like a corset. I guess that. Great. I guess that kind of makes sense. So if you're new to the podcast. <laughs> Wait, Kix, tell everyone about your trip. Where did you oh, go? What did you do? I just got back from a Europe extravaganza. Eleganza. Last night at midnight. How was the travels? It was amazing. Every single flight I had was delayed. But other, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, it was really, really incredible. I haven't um, had quite a vacation like that in a very, very long time. Well, well-deserved. Thank you. I agree, actually. <laughs> Um, Well, we have a fabulous chat with uh, a co-worker of mine and a SoulCycle superstar, Cam Dean. Um, So we are going to get to that. Um, And uh, please enjoy. We talk about all things Bravo. Uh, Talk to you all in a second. all things not. And all things not, because we already recorded it. There's Wait, wait. I will say, please do listen fully, because Kix reveals something in it, and I'm just going to leave that there. And I will tell my parents... And our parents are listening to it. Please don't. <laughs> please, please don't. Please don't. So enjoy that. Be on the edge of your Great. seat for that. And uh, we'll talk to you guys in a second. Okay, we are back. And today to jump into all things Bravo and reality television, we are joined by Cameron Dean, or I, I've never called you Cameron before, Cam Dean. <laughs> you can follow Cam at Cam Dean H on IG. Cam is a superstar soul cycle instructor here in New York City, so check him out if you are here. Cam, welcome. We are so happy to have you. Hi, guys. Thanks I'm so happy us. to be here. Oh my God, same. This is so like outside of my realm of normal daily sure. activities. I can't, uh-huh. I can't wait. I know we, we so so Cam and I work together, and um, we don't often get a lot of time to gab about about all these things. We do here and there, yeah. when you, you know, but we don't have a lot of time to just sit and and gab. And I know you love all the ladies like we do. So yes, um, it's always so fun for me when you're when you're at the studio because I know that we will have time to like catch up on like the latest. <laughs> shit that's going down with all the housewives and all the exciting shows that we're watching but we've never really sat down and like had full conversations about it so i'm like very ready to like spill tea amazing well there is literally so much on bravo so, right now it well, feels overwhelming well i was just say there's just so much that has happened i mean like and that we have not spoken of jen shaw i mean clankity clank jen is going away <laughs> behind bars that one Wow. Um, I saw my favorite piece of uh, content from the internet today was a, <laughs> a thing of like Cruella DeVille behind bars. And it said, this is Jen Shaw going to prison. <laughs> I thought Literally. it was the she most on, on brand thing for her. Like the done up hair, the like crazy coat, the gloves. I was like, this is going to be her. I just very like, soon. It really will. And, and they said she could get like 14 years. I thought that since she, so one of my um, childhood friends is a lawyer and we correspond a lot on on IG. Ryan, shout out. Um, and I, Ryan was posting about it, and I DM'd him. And I was like, Ryan, realistically, like as a lawyer, like what do you think she will get since she took a plea deal? We're assuming she took a plea deal because that's 
right? That it was. It, yeah, she it did. It had to have been a plea deal, right? She didn't just like waltz in and be like, "I did it." No, she did yeah. definitely took a plea. So deal. Yeah. he was like, "Since it's a plea deal, and just kind of like high profile case, likely that she'll probably get like six months, and then she'll do like house arrest or whatever, like the 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 Martha Stewart treatment." Yeah. Um, but then I was reading things that she get up to fourteen years. Up to fourteen, yeah, is what people are saying. Well, what the internet's saying. I there has to be. I think. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, yes. Same. I, <laughs> so I, 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 I just want to talk about. I that know first. no. The, for, the furthest I go into law is probably legally blonde. One and two. Legally blonde. Yeah. And now Jen Shaw and Erica's <laughs> case as well. But right. I think so. What I assume happened because I and watch way too much true crime stuff is that I think that her lawyers were probably like, listen up, bitch. Like they have a case that is about to eat you alive for 60 years. So like, this is your only option because she called it like the judge, like very out of the blue, like kind of last minute for a very quick, very quick, like hearing being like, this is I'm pleading guilty. Well, right. And I guess what, First of all, she lied to everyone again. Like, and, and she also, the timeline is so fucked up now because they just filmed a whole season. Like, they, I think they finished filming in May. Mm-hmm. And so now we have a whole season where she's going to be on her, like, rampage of innocence yet again. I'm positive of it. Definitely. And, like, what? Okay, like, <laughs> like that's just is all going to read awful. And I... I'm I'm curious. I wonder. I just wonder what her thought process was. I mean, she did so many sit downs, like she, so many talks about how innocent she is. When I think if she had taken a plea deal a lot, like a while ago, do you think that this sentence would be different? I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know how that works. But because Stewart took a plea deal, like se- the second it all happened. Well, wasn't she also kind of like in this place where she was like, if something happened, I just didn't have any connection to it. Like part of what I think she got really caught up in was like balancing that like, oh, I'm innocent, but there may or may not have been something that actually happened with these people that we scammed. Like what I saw and what I was hearing was like this level of protection for herself that just in case the cards did come crashing down she was mm-hmm. like no i said that if if something happened i just didn't have any you know any any of my fingers in the pot like yeah. so now i'm wondering if like suddenly you know all all the information came to light like with the with the feds and she's like mm, maybe i had my hands in the pot a little bit more than i let on yeah yeah they literally must have a like email correspondence of hi my name is jennifer shaw and i am scamming all of these people signed jennifer shaw all these poor elderly people overly aware of what's going on (laughs) right right i know that and then you know when you really think about it it's so tragic it's so tragic for the elderly people side of it (laughs) like like she stole so much money tons so much money but do you know who else is also going to get a lot of I don't know if he's going to get actual money out of this, but do you know who's going to be counting the ratings to the bank is Andy Cohen. Oh, for the season three is going to be absolutely. Yeah. And they're still, apparently they, they're still filming a little bit too, because I think they might, they may have filmed when she, right before she decided to take the deal. I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. They, her sentencing is in November. They need to pick up the cameras. <laughs> and start filming for season four. I mean, like immediately. She, and and she should she should want that honestly because she yeah. her family needs that money. Oh, the little corgi yeah. puppy. What's his name again? His name is Dash. He Dash. is just over eight months old, and he is a tyrant. <laughs> Meanwhile, my cat is like literally planking in the. Background. Oh, Chris <laughs> looks so cute. Look at him. I wish my dog would chill like that. Well. Um, Oh, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. I I really hope that like they get their 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 content from this, and I really hope that they don't take away from. I I hope that they don't edit a lot of it out because, and I'll say this: Housewives of Salt Lake City. It's entertaining. It's not my favorite, but I am living 
for this Jen Shaw drama. Like it is yeah. one of the only things that is still bringing me to the table with this franchise. Yeah, I I completely agree. I agree. I would say also because the second season she was so likable to me. <laughs> yes. And hilarious. And she's a monster, but there's something about her in the second season because I think she probably went into it being like, "Well, damn, this I'm the whole season's going to be about this drama." When the season was nothing about yeah, her. Just floating around light as a feather. And so I think <laughs> that she's having like an excellent roller coaster of a housewife that like we love to see that I this I mean, in this is so shitty that I'm like, this rating is going to be incredible. The show is going to be amazing because we all know what's happening. It's probably going to air when she's getting sentenced, right? Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. Absolutely iconic. Yeah. And, you know, what do we, this show is just, I have so many issues with the show, to be honest. Like, it doesn't, it, last season, it was hard for me at the end because it was so angry. Like, it was, mm-hmm. everyone was, hey, hates everything about each other and like that's what's hard for me and i i hope that they're able to find some levity than this next season despite all of the like drama i loved mary but now that she's gone i think that will take a little bit of the tension out because like she just didn't want to be there and then mm-hmm. i don't know i it just gets so heavy for me and i don't care enough about them to like, I haven't known them long enough to care, which is going to be my next point. They announced this week uh, Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 3 is about to start filming or has already. And in the cast, and I really like Whitney and Heather, but I don't think that they are ready to do this yet. Like, it's like that feels a bit premature to me. I, I, I really like both of them, but let's let them live in this universe. I don't want Salt Lake City to blow up so big. Because then where do we go from there? You know? I think that's already happened, though. I mean, this Jen Shaw thing is blowing this franchise out of the water. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, it is already so big. And it's been around for, like, a second. It came out in the late fall of 2020. I mean, it hasn't even been two years since this franchise began airing. That is absolutely wild to me because on the flip side of what you just said, I feel like I know these, I've known these women for years. Like I feel like we've been watching them for seasons. Uh Uh-huh. I agree. And apparently, so in the new cast for Ultimate Girls Trip, we have um, Giselle and Candace, whom we love. I love both of them for their respective places on Potomac. We have Mm -hmm. um, uh, Leah, and we were supposed to have Tinsley, but Tinsley is no longer a part of it because she is joining the cast of Housewives legend. What's it called? Um, Legacy. Legacy. With, Legacy. with Luann, Jill, Kelly Ben-Simone, Sonia, and uh, no Ramona. Allegedly. Allegedly. Thank God. Um, yeah. And then Portia will be taking Tinsley's place in Ultimate Girls Trip, which I think is a great replacement. Although... Overall, this this Ultimate Girls Trip three cast is feeling a little flop, flop city to me. What what do y'all think about it? Yeah, like what's the common thread is what I'm questioning. But I don't know. I think it's gonna be great. I am a Tinsley stan. I love yeah. her so much. I have no reason why. I usually like the boring ones. I find her um, enchanting. <laughs> and so yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed she's not on it. And I, I think that it would have made more sense to me if her and Leah would have stayed on and then Portia and someone else replaced the Salt Lake City girls. I, I, I'm i with you on that. I am a Tinsley stan. I think Love. that she is absolutely phenomenal. And I was a little bummed when I found out that she wasn't going to be doing it because part of what I love about Girls Trip and I think we're seeing this a lot in the second the second go through mm-hmm. that's on right now is it's giving these women who like didn't quite have their moment to really shine on their franchises like their reboot era like mm-hmm. and I'm sure we're going to get into this in a second but like we're seeing it with like very heavily with Taylor Armstrong like she was in a place where 
on her franchise, she was just going through it. Like everything that could possibly have gone wrong in her life was going wrong at the time. And we didn't really like get to see her shine. I was really excited for Tinsley to have that moment. Mm -hmm. But I will say, I think I'm a little bit more excited that she's gonna be on this legacy thing because she's gonna have that moment with so many of her Roni housewives. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I can't wait for her to just stand her ground and like sock it to these women. I love her, but the only thing about legacy that I don't like for her, kind of to your point, Cam, is that I'm, I worry that she's going to fall into the trap again of being the bottom of the totem pole, which is like kind of what we kind of, it's kind of what we loved about her when she was on um, Housewives was that she was like, <laughs> you kind of always feel bad for her because they're like always kind of mean to her, but she's so, I think she's beautiful. She's very funny to me and like, but so there was that combo with her where you always were rooting for her. So I I agree. I wish I wish she was kind of in a place of more dominance, like on top with a group of randos, than back on the bottom with. I mean, Jill Zarin is is gonna just walk all over her, like just. Is she though? No, she's not I, oh. not intentionally. Like she's just gonna say like, "What are you wearing? What are you doing that? What are you?" And, and then Tinsley just start crying in the corner. <laughs> I think I like Tinsley so much because I can relate to her on her how many tears she shed. I think you can, yeah. Yeah, I cry all the time. If I if I had to see her cry on her franchise one more time, I was gonna smack the pearls off her neck. I was so sick of it. Okay, well Well, she'll be crying again. Um, (laughs) Cam, before we jump into all things current housewives, though, we we got to ask you what reality television made you a dumpster diva, and uh, was there a certain housewife? Uh, real world star who was on said show. Those are just some examples that um, really brought you into the genre and it can be anything you want. So take it away. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have to admit, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, I don't want to say new to Bravo and the housewives and, and reality TV, but before a couple of years ago, I didn't really, I didn't really watch a lot of reality mm-hmm. television. And it's funny because the reason I started watching Housewives in the first place was because when I moved to New York in 2017 and started working in fitness, I suddenly had this really odd work schedule. Like I would work an hour here, an hour there, an hour there. And I had these huge chunks and gaps of time in the middle of my day, like in the morning, randomly from like nine to 12 or like in the afternoon from two to six. And after I did the whole like get to know the city thing, I found myself with just random pockets of time to fill. And I started watching Real Housewives of New York City. Mm-hmm. And that was like the franchise that sucked me into Housewives. And so of course I fell in love with it because the original cast of Housewives of New York was, were all batshit crazy. And I immediately just like, I was like, this is exactly what I want to watch the trash that I want to watch in the spare hours that I have during the day. Um, and so I, after I went through, like, plowed through New York in, like, a matter of days, I jumped into all the other franchises. So, like, the reason I started getting into Bravo reality television specifically is because of that, like, weird work schedule that I had. Mm -hmm. And it just became that thing where, like, when I had a random hour or two or three in the middle of the morning or the afternoon, I would plug it with whatever Housewife franchise I needed to catch up on. And then, and then... I didn't know that you had a podcast until you told me. And I was like, this is absolutely everything that I want. So instead of like, instead of like filling my time with watching all the, all the franchises after I finished them, I filled my walking time in the city because we do a lot of that here. (laughs) Listening to dumpster time. (laughs) Yes. Cam is a listener and I like, don't remember it. And then he'll say something. He'll be like, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, wait, you actually listen to this shit? Yeah, I called him out on something the other day. Yeah, you called like, me, I can't, oh, it, I, I remember what it oh. was. It was it something was, on it was the that comment gay. you made about Marilyn Monroe not being the moment. And I was like, I immediately yes. like texted you and I was like, what are you talking about? And you were like, <laughs> you were like, let me explain myself. Oh, wait, also, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what I meant was I just, I don't understand why Kim Kardashian thinks that Marilyn Monroe is like top of mind for everyone right now. It's like, it's not that I don't think she's legendary. She, of course, is. But I just don't I don't get why she did what she did with the dress. Because everyone was like, okay. Like, also, that's not the dress. Like, that's Hold not on. the dress I, I care about. Clear. I I was not like, okay. I was like, yes, go off. This <laughs> well, is everything yes, that I could have. It is everything that she's wearing the dress. I can just think of more looks by Marilyn that I would. Like, I wish she'd worn, like, gentlemen prefer blonde. Like, or, like. 
like seven year itch. I'm thinking of like movie things. Like those are that are so iconic to me. Maybe that's what it is. Yes, I, I, I can see that. And I, I, I value that point of view, Tom. But I will say in terms of like Met Gala glamour, that dress for me was it. She stole the whole night. And what made it even better is that she busted the thing trying to get her ass into it. Like, I just thought that was absolutely fabulous that she had to wear that like fur over because she busted out the seam in the back. It just, it made everything so much better. Everything mm-hmm. about it was perfection. I, I know. I she, have so many opinions about her fucking <laughs> shoes that oh I, my I, God. Could, I could literally write a novel. So I don't, I can't, for those that don't know, the world. <laughs> Kim wore, the shoes. Gonna make my blood. <laughs> what the are they called? Crawlers. Isn't that what they're called? <laughs> no, they're called pleasers. Pleasers. She was crawling with some pleasers down that red carpet. I mean, she looked like if she just hiked up the dress, she was ready to be in Hustlers. Like, it's full on. Like, it's <laughs> she looked like she forgot She forgot whatever really expensive shoe she was going to wear with it. And she just ran down to St. Mark's and, like, jumped into one of those, like, you know, stripper accessory stores and just grabbed the first pair she saw. I, yeah. and Which, like, she, part of me was also like, okay, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was, I, I don't think it was as thought through as we want it to be because she's yet, yet to. No one asked her about the nope. shoes. She didn't speak about the shoes. I think she's like, let's forget about the shoes. Like, I don't think she wants to talk about that. I literally I think it was an have a laundry list of shoes, designer shoes in my mind that she could have worn. That I, once again, I've spoken on this too much. That, but she, <laughs> the, the, I think wasn't it the she had to do that because of the height. Her height, yeah. No, I don't care. Are they comfortable? I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I've never worn. I've never worn a pleaser before. Well, okay. What I learned recently because I literally up, Tom. <laughs> no, I, I have. I have this. pumps. I'm, I don't have pleasers. <laughs> I literally talked about this like five days ago because every time it's brought up, I just can't help myself. I get so angry. Okay. But people, this has nothing to do with Kim Kardashian. But people sell their pleasers after, like they like are done with sex work or okay. stripping mm-hmm. and make like thousands and thousands of dollars on a pair of pleasers. Really? Because like men wanna, like, like want to buy them. them. Yeah. It's like you have a foot fetish and they're like, I don't know hot, I guess. But anyways, interesting. Well, I mean, that's you, like how the gays sell their underwear when times yeah, are tough. You, you know can what I mean? Sell it. You can sell anything that touched your body. Why are you, who are yeah. you pointing at me? I didn't do me. that. <laughs> I'm pointing at you me. sold your underwear. No, I, no. Wait, what? <laughs> oh my god. Wait, kicks what? Okay, mom and dad, I know that you're listening to this. Please skip. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Continue. I tried. I tried. I was unsuccessful, but I did try. <laughs> wait, okay, you gotta <laughs> You gotta go more into it. Did you create a profile? Did you find someone? Was it wh- how did it all I unfold? I created a profile. And ca- on what? Um I'm not gonna share. Stinky this is like an OnlyFans situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's not OnlyFans, but I'm not gonna share the website because I don't what? want y'all bitches looking me up. <laughs> Are you still <laughs> selling on there? No! <laughs> I'm also dying. I have, oh, go ahead. I have to tell you, finding inanimate topics of discussion specifically people places and things on the internet with limited information is a hobby of mine so i can see you getting there, i'm just yeah. gonna i'm just gonna put it out there but continue <laughs> i'll figure it out i tried to sell panties because i was like you know why not i'm bored and here we go it didn't work out because i was overcharging i think <laughs> wait, uh, I gotta can i ask what your rate wait. was what is the rate <laughs> I charged fifty dollars, and everybody oh. else on the website was charging like twenty. Oh no, no, you can't charge less than fifty, in my opinion. That's what I said. No one bought it. Anyway, did you I'm like sorry, go for a Dad. run in them and then sell them, or like what? What's the process? You can do whatever you want. <laughs> like what makes what really people, gets people going? Did people have like specific requests? Was it like tell me what you want and I'll send it to you, or was it like here people I have do. these? Who wants some? People are like you either post like what you have and then people buy them, or there's like people who would be like let me know what you want and i'll do it and then sell it to you and send it to you well yeah but that's for like an extra fee like i've got these yeah. over here but if you want I something do, specific I, that's to totally ten dollars more i have like shitty underwear that i was like okay we'll try this 
and just put it on and I'm picturing you just like going to, to FedEx like and being like I have a couple things that I need to send out and just like <laughs> my Depop shop <laughs> yeah the poor lady at USPS is like I'll send no, these I out for you but what's that thing. smell <laughs> yeah right well <laughs> never forget that there was a 90 day fiance star whom I literally hate I hated her on 90 day fiance she was selling her farts in a jar and yeah. she made like a million dollars. Millions of yeah. dollars. And then she was hospitalized because she had a heart attack because she was pushing too hard. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. People will buy anything. So I thought I'd give it a try. Anyways, you can sell pleasers. You can sell feet. You can sell panties. You can sell farts. This is, by the way, if you're listening to this the first time, this is a show about, this is a podcast <laughs> about reality TV. So, <laughs> Well... Uh, Housewives don't swim in girls trip. <laughs> Speaking of, uh-huh. I guess, I was thinking about this when we were talking about Ultimate Girls Trip at the beginning. I feel like the theme of the season, while everybody's ex-wife, it also has to do with like redemption. I feel like a little bit. Mm-hmm. I like, like it. Cam, this is, yeah, this is what you were saying. Like people like Taylor and Eva even, who was such so boring on her season, is so captivating and likable and i'm having every time she's on screen i'm having the best time and like i even think brandy is getting a good edit and she's a vicky and tamra or vicky and tamra dorinda tried and she's not redeeming herself she's going the opposite way opposite way dorinda is the one that i am most excited to talk about because dorinda to me is an absolute star and hater hater if you will but that woman creates the content she's a star i mean without her obviously we wouldn't be here because bluestone manor but she is a mess and is causing so much hatred in this house and every single person is like the next day she wakes up like nothing happens i love it (laughs) I love it so much, <laughs> and seen, I don't want to. Wait, have you seen? You know the the old woman who goes to those dance classes that she went viral. Yes, with like with I the love short. Her. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about, Cam? Like, you know those like dance classes in LA that always go viral. They like film them in the studio. Like, oh, the ground yes. or whatever. Yeah, yes. yes. and there's yes. that older woman. And yeah, someone and- <laughs> posted. Someone posted one of her dancing, and it said Dorinda the morning after getting absolutely blackout at 8 a.m. pretending <laughs> everything's fine. <laughs> It's like the woman who posts it, she, when she posts it, she adds captions like, to the people who tell me I should be out buying more adult diapers. And then she like posts that <laughs> sick dance video. Yes, yeah. Yes. yeah, that's exactly right. But I mean, the just... way that that woman can just bounce back is absolutely miraculous. She said on this episode, yeah. she's like, I don't get that hungover. It's rare that I'm hungover. I'm like, no, that's a lie. You you are fully just medi I mean, when she's medicating with something. Like there's a pill she takes before she goes to bed or in the morning or there's something happening that is making her feel okay. But cuz what she does and how she gets there is not normal. And it's not it's not okay. And the thing with Dorinda for me is that she's best when she's not trying to be a star. Like mm-hmm. when she's like manhandling everyone's food, that's hilarious to me. Like, like, yeah. or when she's, when she is candidly in the car, just out of nowhere, sobbing about how she is so lonely. <laughs> and like, like these are the moments that we want from her. Like, or like, but what I don't want is her like just reciting her own quotes back like like we are she's missing why we love her like we love her because she felt like just a woman on the upper east side who cameras just found her one day and she is just so watchable you know but like the books and the liquors and i'm like you're not bethany like she's literally crying in a confessional being like i didn't make it nice yeah she said that this episode I, i i know it's just i i don't like i don't get why she can't let some of those things go. That's why I will forever stand on the grounds of loving Brandy. I'm sorry. Like, I don't think what she said was, what she said last week to Taylor was disgusting. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that that is okay, but the woman doesn't give a flying fuck 
if she sells something because of the show. No. Like, if anything, <laughs> she actually did something worse and released one of the worst songs I have ever heard in my time as a human being on planet Earth last week. We have to talk about it. We absolutely have to talk about it. That was, that is the most insane. She's like, <laughs> like she has this bizarre voice she put on for rapping. I haven't listened to it. No kicks. You have to. Should I listen to it now live? Yeah, let me play it. I'm just going to it. I'm going to play it's it. Kicks. I'll play it into the mic. <laughs> um, what's it called? Life of a housewife. A friend of mine. So John and I were watching the, the most recent episode and a friend of mine sent me like out of nowhere sent me the song while we were watching and <laughs> i was like I, I paused it and i played the song mm. while we were watching the new episode and it was like an out-of-body experience i just couldn't believe it was well, <laughs> i couldn't okay, believe it was go. happening here we go I mean, it sounds like a Jenna Maroney. Doesn't it sound like a Jenna Maroney skit, right? I thought the exact same thing. (laughs) Oh my god! Okay, dude, my cat is not letting me live. (laughs) Um. I just I, I'm shocked it sounds like that it's gonna be the hit song on the new Barbie movie like <laughs> you're absolutely right <laughs> oh I Margot so. Robbie driving in a pink car money fame <laughs> I see it now Wait, I I'm, hope I'm, so. I just want to read the lyrics for a moment yeah um, <laughs> because <laughs> um she says what <laughs> diamonds peaches apples too i'm gonna be the one to check you boo some go to jail and even worse <laughs> end up in a rental on ha- on Havenhurst. i don't know where that is i'm assuming that's in california mug shots kicking cops <laughs> a la luann selling rocks to pay the rent now when she raps that i keep thinking it sounds like she's saying sucking cocks to pay the rent the way she says it <laughs> So I'm happy to hear that it's not that. I mean, work if you sell cock to, I mean, sell, wait, wait, selling cock. I mean, we were talking about selling underwear, but. I mean, selling, honestly, work if you sell cock too. So. <laughs> when they get all the money they spent, law, bills, legal fees, nothing stops these queen bees. I mean, it is so wild. And why I love her is she, her, like everything she says about this song, she used to be like, this was literally for fun. I have no interest in doing, like, taking this anywhere. Because she knows it's bad. Except some drag queen on Drag Race is going to lip sync for it, and the gays are going to be screaming. I mean, I'm here for it. Period. (laughs) What's so funny to me is how closely, in my opinion, this parallels Chic C'est La Vie. It's so similar. But the thing that's so iconic that Brandy did was she just didn't go after the housewives in her in her own franchise. She went after everyone. Like, <laughs> She's, yeah, the whole pantheon. She, she was tapping into every city, and I think it's absolutely phenomenal. I also want to know the process of her taking pen to paper. Like, when did she start to, like... Or, like, the production process of it. Like, was uh-huh. she using GarageBand as I am right now? Yeah. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds it could I could see her just literally drunk on wine with an iPhone voice memo. Like, <laughs> yeah, sucking, well, okay. selling there cocks. Used to be this, there used to be this app like in middle school that it was like a T Pain had an app that you could um like sing into and it would like yes. get a mo- what is, I, what's it, it would like synthesize would, um, your voice. Auto tune, yeah. auto tune. That she paid. She's the last one standing on that app. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, but to my Brandy point, I just want to say, like, Brandy is so good for television, and I don't even think we need her back on Housewives, but throw her into, like, every other one of these, and I'm good. Like, she's so <laughs> crazy on this she's show. Insane. It's it's. Genius. But I feel like that she... part of what I love about how crazy she is is that it, it feels like it comes from, like, a very 
honest place. Like she's not being crazy just to be crazy for television. Like mm-hmm. to me, I, and obviously I don't know this woman, but like <laughs> knowing her through the lens of Bravo television, she seems like one of the most sincere people in the things that she says and the way that she acts. Like she's a monster, but it's all real. It seems like it's all yeah, real. I agree. I agree. Totally. Which I don't know it, if that makes it more justifiable or if it makes it worse for her. No, it's just but like, like she's an ass. She's crazy. Like, she, the, but I appreciate that more than I like yeah. when certain people are just being a dick for television, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Dorinda. I mean, I'm sorry. Dorinda is being a monster because she knows she also she she's not an idiot. She like knows that it's good TV when she screams at Tamara about like not cleaning up her bedroom or not eating in her bedroom. You know, like that was wild. It's crazy. Is has Dorinda yelled at Eva yet? I feel like is Eva's the last person she hasn't yelled at. Well, I right? think I, I think she got <laughs> kind of in the mix when they were doing that fight in the confessional room, that sort of thing. Oh, I, like uh, I don't think she yelled at Eva, but I think that was like Eva's moment of like kind of conflict with Dorinda. Wait, the confessional moment with the um, he's not a house manager, but the runner of the show, uh, Marco. Marcos was so cute. I was actually cackling because this man is like also probably do you think he's watched the show before? Uh I think so. He feels a little if he feels a little, you know, gay to me. <laughs> I think he knows <laughs> who these women are. <laughs> Cuz he looks joyous when he's like I had no idea what I was getting myself into. <laughs> you know who is absolutely a Bravo fan and got and just bartends in Great Barrington and didn't know he'd ever be on Housewives is that fucking bartender at the Red Lion and laughing at <laughs> Phaedra. <laughs> I mean, that is that that is now in, I think my top five moments of Housewives history is Phaedra is <laughs> Phaedra saying that Dorinda could be Brittany's mother. <laughs> <laughs> And then didn't Brandy say, like, she's only five years older <laughs> yeah, than me? Like, and the yeah, bartender almost like, spilled out all the drinks. Mouth covered. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just having so much fun this season. It's it is so, so different than last season because it's a little less serious, it feels. But th- What do you mean? I feel like it's more serious Until- than the first season. They're screaming at each know. other about, like, I feel children like and suicide. They're so- children dying. <laughs> Wait, what do you? Okay, what did you? Fine. No, what did you think I'm, was so serious about season the first season of Girls season Trip? one? I mean, it was so like here's Bravo Housewives getting together, sharing space, talking about Bravo and Housewives, and this season it feels a little bit more ta- like throw everything out the window. Okay, let's I understand that. I agree with that. Talk about who we're gonna fuck and try to get Vicky to kiss us, but also scream about people's kids dying, and it's like really bluestone manor that's because that's where it, yeah i was just gonna say they're in the berkshires they don't have anything to distract them from each other's <laughs> egotistical drama cam where would you where who would you want on like your ideal one and what location like pretend we don't know pretend we don't know the cast of three like who would your like ideal setup be so i don't i don't really think that like a destination location is necessary Mm -hmm. i'm i'm living for this like put them in a house and let them eat each other like yeah i absolutely love it i think it's so iconic i think it's i think this season they did a really good job of putting them in a place that is like very special to a lot of roni fans my favorite episodes on roni of all time were episodes that took place in the berkshires like the things that happened in those episodes were just absolutely magical to me in terms of reality television so i'm all about just like stick them in a house that we know and that we love and call it a day yeah I, i agree i think it's great I agree. I think I think this is really where it shines because they they're not <laughs> the thing about the Berkshires is it it sucks the glamour out of everyone. Like it doesn't like you can try to be glamorous but somehow it does not translate when you step foot into that place. Not to say that Bluestone Manor isn't beautiful. <laughs> it, it is, but like the glamour you would bring to the beaches of Turks and Caicos just doesn't translate to Dorinda's pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you're getting, you brought your glam team to what? Go to her kitchen 
and yeah. have a glass of wine. No. no, I don't need. Do does anyone there have a glam team? It doesn't seem like no, it. which I love. And yeah. meanwhile, still Phaedra looks like a fucking supermodel. This and Christmas Eva. outfit, yeah, I know. Could have. She looks unbelievable. They, they, well, meanwhile, Vicky is act, actively decaying inside from the inside out. <laughs> She's like long COVID, like she's a long hauler. Corner. Yeah. God, I hate her. I hate her I too, but can't I hate her too. Her. <laughs> Y'all, I hate her too, but the thing is, like, when she's up against Dorinda, when Dorinda is just like being a dick about this house, I get it, and I get why Vicky's yeah. like, "Can we just have some fun?" Like. I- <laughs> Finally, we were we've been waiting episodes for Vicky to come in and turn it up a little bit. And the one moment that she starts actually like getting into the spirit, Dorinda flips the table, and I was like, "Oh, great! You just blew it for us to experience Vicky yeah, whoop it up." Yeah, we're not gonna get the whoop it up moment. Ugh, <laughs> in well. fact, Vicky, I think, what did she say? She's like, "Let's go home and go to bed." <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, great. She doesn't want to be there, and it's so funny to me. She does. I mean. She, I think this is hell for her, Great Barrington. Like if she, it, it is, like yeah. I think that this is her version of hell. I will say and I'm sure that is, I'm sure it's going to be too. Yeah, yeah, because like. she's a monster. <laughs> Absolutely, but that to me is like the one part of this whole thing where it is like most appropriate to be like, okay, I recognize that I'm on a reality television show, so I'm gonna suck it up and I'm gonna embrace it because I did say yes to this. Like Vicky's mm-hmm. just like it, it couldn't be more just miserable but part of and so part of me is like girl no matter what's happening in your personal life you did say yes to this and you you probably signed some paperwork so like show up for these other women who showed up to be here with you as well like get get the fuck over it yeah and And give me some fucking drama i yeah Ugh. Like, I get it. Your whole, your literal entire life is crumbling around you. But babe, you're still, you're still here to entertain the millions. But that's usually when she thrives. She, the woman has experienced some awful things on this television program. Like she has gone through everything in her life for the latter half of her life on TV. Like it's literally all been on TV. So you'd think Mm -hmm. she'd thrive in, in the breakup here with everyone, but she's just not. But she's not she even has nowhere to drive. She's in the Berkshire. Yeah. I know, but she's not and even she's making not- good TV. Like the funny Vicky TV where she's falling and getting her hand trapped in van doors and things like that. Like she's I mean, just- her crying about death, dead sober, was hilarious. So. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It was. I mean, oh, wait. And did we also see that supposedly Tamara and Alexis Bellino are coming back to the Housewives of Orange County? Mm-hmm. Wow. I did not see that. Is that actually happening? It, apparently, I mean, allegedly, allegedly, but they're in talks to make their return, which, you know, Vicky is sitting there seething. <laughs> no one's asking her. Pissed. I, um, I, I, I got into uh, the OC Housewives uh, several years ago, but I, did, I haven't like it's never really been one of my favorites, but uh, I live for Tamara Judge. I would know, die for that woman. I like her a lot of the time. I'm not loving her on this, though. There's something... I think she's honestly so fucking scared of Dorinda. <laughs> yeah. The thing that's entertaining yeah. to me most about Tamara is when she gets in hot water, when like she gets mm-hmm. into it with somebody else, and specifically when she's like taking the heat. So mm-hmm. when Dorinda was like screaming at her, like time-stamped at 8.30 a.m., yeah. I, was, I was cackling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because she she doesn't know how to handle it when she's in hot water. No. Right. She, she just immediately burst into tears and like ran upstairs. Yeah. I thought well, it was the funniest part of that whole episode. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> I, it was good. And uh, I'm sad because I believe next week is the end. It is. Yes. They've won. We've one more episode. I think we'll. I imagine we'll probably get some sort of Zoom reunion. You think? I don't. I don't know. I, I well, could see did, them just like, doing a watch it trip. The first one they did like a small like Zoom thing. Well, it was just on Watch Up and Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll do that, but I don't know. These women don't. These women hate each other. Oh, they hate each other. <laughs> I don't think they want to be seen with Dorinda ever again. I'm shocked no. there wasn't a fight at that premiere party. They seem to all hate her. I don't want to be near to her, that woman either. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I do. She's the only one I want to be around. <laughs> I know, Cam. I, 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 I would love uh, for us to just drive up to the Great Barrington and just crash. I feel like she would let all of us in. 
Yeah. She's, I mean, sadly, I think she's she a little desperate for friends. So I think she would let us. I was just going to say, what is she going to do? Turn away the only people who want to spend time with her? Anyone that will drink with her at four o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, she's like down. That sounds like my <laughs> ideal vacation. Same, honestly. Um, okay. Well, let's get into Beverly Hills a little bit. So, Beverly Hills. I mean, we, we, I, when we released our episode last week, um, we, I had not, myself nor, uh, Myself or Nor had not watched the episode, so we didn't really talk about, like, last week's episode, really. So I do want to kind of touch on kind of everything that unfolded at the party and, like, this fight and the addressing Erica. Overall, it just feels really gross, and I think that Kyle is... She sucks, and we've known she sucked for a long time, and I think that she is a mean girl. Like, I think she, she's likable, but in the beginning, never forget the game, the game night scene. I've, we've brought it up so many times in this podcast because we covered the game night scene just for a fun little, um, like theme series we were doing and kicks and I were both actually like so floored at how mean her and Kim were to Brandy and how unnecessary it was. And I just don't, she operates like a mean girl and has remorse but, like, I, what's the next Mean Girl movie she's going to do? I don't know. That's my thought. Cam, I feel like you're a Kyle stan. I saw your face quiver a little bit. <laughs> I would fall on any sword for Kyle Richards. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> you think so? Why do you say that? Why, you lo- what, what, why do you love her okay. so? Let me, let me say. So, Beverly Hills is my favorite Housewife, uh, Housewives franchise. Um, I do think that Kyle was a Mean Girl at... Uh, for for several moments in, in in the span of this franchise she's she's had her moments of being that like really mean just kind of like pick at people for no reason type of type of person mm-hmm. i do think she has grown tremendously from some of those moments like i look at her now on the show compared to where she was when like things like that happen and she seems like a different person to me okay <laughs> I agree with you. I think that Thanks. I think part okay. of <laughs> I think part of what's going on right now, and a, a lot of discourse about this online has been happening as well. Is I think that the Fox C Five or whatever the fuck their name is, they're all realizing that they're actually don't... the Fox C Five is better than Fox Force Five. Oh, <laughs> I, I like, like Fox C yeah. Five better. Some, like, but that should go to thing, some like but... some some fierce ladies, not these ladies. <laughs> I just think that like with. Kyle, she's loyal to a fault sometimes. Um, with like, and we're seeing it with Erica. Erica is being unreasonably rude and crazy. I don't the drinking thing. I don't fucking care. But like, you don't yell at kids. Um, and talk about having threesomes with someone's like son, son even though they're older. It's weird. It doesn't matter. But yeah, it's like I think that. Kyle is finding herself in a little bit of hot waters because she's like, wait, I'm supposed to like defend this girl. She's in my little, she's in my team like of the show because Beverly Hills is always split literally in two. So that's kind of what I'm seeing. I, I, I am go back and forth with Kyle about like Stan. I get, she's important to the show and she's like a legend and she also stirs the pot. Like nobody's ever done. Garcelle's giving her a run for her money this season on that for sure. But yeah, well, I think I think what's happening. I think she is seeing it unfold. I see what she's seeing unfold is Garcelle is a star. Like she's really like it's taken her. A, she's she's been a star forever. But I'm just saying like I think she's really stepping into a star role on Housewives this season. Like she gets it more than she did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Last season she had a great season, but this season she's just really in it. And it's like center diamond level. I think in it. Kyle smells yeah. that, sees it, and she's like, Okay, I need to make sure we're friends. And so I think she fucked up when the way she was talking about like Garcelle's, you know, kids and how all that happened. I still think that the four of them with Dorit, PK, Mauricio, Kyle, it's like Every time you you four together, we seem to be getting into some sort of hot water with the shit your husbands are saying. Like, can we just maybe not do that? Like, 
the shit they said about Tom last year, even though Tom is disgusting, but like still like about the, the Tom Erica stuff. And then the way they were just laughing about Erica being a mess. I, I don't know. I just don't think they should all be together, but I think Kyle is seeing Sutton Garcelle and even Cherie's coming in like a wonderful presence. I'm, I'm loving her. I think she just sees new blood that's actually working. We haven't had that in a second. And I think she mm. doesn't know where to be, which is why Garcelle is always like, you jump ship on me a lot. It's because I think Kyle pl- is playing both sides of the coin because I think she doesn't really know where to be. Because I, th- if I were her, I mean, I look at Rena and Erica and Dorit. I don't know how much longer they're going to be on the show, to be honest with you. That makes me sad. I, I need them to come back to life this season. Yeah. I, I'm, miss, I, I, I'm I, missing them. In Rinna, I know, is going through some crazy shit, and that's why she probably wasn't filming so much during this time. But, like, and she is she is the villain we need. I understand her. I understand her being necessary for this show in many ways. I, I think she's a mess, and I don't want to be friends with her. But I just, like, you do want to be friends with her? She's my second favorite housewife. Oh my god, I'm, I'm <laughs> ripping you apart for all your faves. I'm just like, she is my I second favorite housewife team. of all time, followed closely by <laughs> Erica Jane and what? just Damn. behind Bethany Frankel. <laughs> oh, it goes no. Bethany, Lisa, uh, Erica Jane. Okay. So do you like them? So thank you so for like having me on your podcast. You. It's been so great chatting honor. and um, see you in the office. Look, part of, part of, I, I will be honest, part of why, part of why Bethany Frankel to me is just the ultimate perfect housewife. She will always be number one. I, but Rena, I part of, it. I will, I will be honest and say part of why Rena and Erica Jane are my other two favorites is because of the, the dramatic effect that they bring to you know, the golden era of when they've been housewives. Part of yeah. part of it is is the drama effect, but part of it is just that like, my God, I would die to be in the same room as Lisa right now. I get it. I understand. And you you're also like a little more removed from you you watch these I miss the days of watching these shows as like purely entertainment. We like we like really dive into their like we're in Bullshit. we're in all those scary Instagram threads and things like that with just like the craziness. So I do understand where you come from, like on on loving these the, those people. They're they're all stars. I I agree, and they've all brought a lot. So star. I, I do I do respect that decision. I just kindly disagree with it. That's okay. That's okay. I know. I, know. I, know I just okay. want. <laughs> I just want to see Lisa Rinna's lips in person more than anything in this world. I would like to kiss them. <laughs> really? Not like in a sexual way. I just feel like it would be nice. You just want to feel it. I, the think, feel of I it. think it'd be hard as a rock. Like the, I feel like they. No, I, and I'm curious like... to find out. <laughs> <laughs> That's you kissing. <laughs> um, so I, the few that I do, I, I, I do not like Diana. I, I don't know where you're at with Diana. I mean, she, <laughs> she is, and she needs to stop licking those goddamn lips speaking of lips the woman can't get her tongue out of her mouth i'm sorry it's hard to watch and once you see it you can't unsee it too yeah because i didn't notice it at first then i saw people posting about it and i was like oh my god it's constant yeah wait what do you think about diana cam i um the first few moments that she had on the show this season I was very indifferent about her. I was mm-hmm. just like, she's not really bringing much to the table for me. Uh, she's going to be one of those flop one season housewives. Then she got into that little spout with Sutton and it <laughs> all changed. And I, first of all, I, I think I was just so shocked how quickly her demeanor changed in that one split moment where they were arguing. And then I was kind of just like, "Ooh, yikes, Diana! I I'm already ready for you to be gone." Like, mm-hmm. she just seems to kind of have come in out of nowhere and just stir shit up. And that's the type of drama that I do not care for. I do yeah. not like drama on on any housewife show that just seems to come out of nowhere and they're just fighting just to fight. Like, mm-hmm. like I I appreciate it if the drama comes from something that happened that they actually do need to be discussing and fighting about. But this stuff where it's like, 
you know, do you need a new villain? I can be that person. So I'm just going to be nasty for no reason. I don't get that. And it's just, it's boring to me. It's also like with the drama too, there's, it's more entertaining to watch drama unfold when you actually see two sides to the story versus like the lunch that Sutton and Diana are having. Diana looks fucking crazy. And Sutton is like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? And so it's, like, hard to watch because it's, like, oh, no, you're just, like, not a great person on TV. I, I don't know. I imagine she's not one in real life. But um, that's the other thing, too. It's, like, when they're fighting about things that, like you're saying, Cam, about things that have happened and you see both sides or you are on team XYZ versus this where it's, like, this is exhausting because you're she's wrong. I'm exhausted. She's wrong. And, you know, something I... <laughs> and me, I don't know if this should be across the board. I almost think we should have a wealth cap because she's giving <laughs> off like I have way too much fucking money and I am a monster. Like, like, I don't think she corresponds with people that are like beneath her pay grade, honestly. Like, I I think the only person in this cast that she would likely like mingle with are, the two people are Crystal, who she was friends with, and Kyle. Kyle is probably in the same level of wealth as she is. Kyle just doesn't kind of wear her wealth in the same way. But like, the Kyle and Mauricio have done very well for themselves. But like, I don't think she corresponds with people that don't have, you know, two hundred million dollars on their like debit card. Like, I, I just she just gives off that awful level of wealth that like I don't want to watch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she almost seems like an unattainable type yeah. of person. And I don't want to watch that. Like, no, it's, it boring. Really it's boring land. to me. And if you are going to come on the show as somebody who is in that tax bracket, you better be relatable because there's no other way for me to connect with you. Or funny. Or funny. Like, let your unrelatability you better be, be so. You better make me laugh. Like, <laughs> because Real House... Yeah. As RuPaul <laughs> says, House just make me, Dubai- make me laugh. Make me laugh. Um, Chanel on Dubai is Mm -hmm. that level of like, so unrelatable. I can't connect with her at all, but I'm laughing. Yeah. Cause she's doing drag every day. She's like, where she's saying crazy shit. She's just giving people goats. Like, like I get it. Like it's, you're right. Kicks like that. That's a great example. I mean, I think that's what's, I think that's what's so good about Dorinda actually in many ways is that Dorinda is so wealthy, unrelatable wealth, because it's inherited wealth and it's, and she, she's set forever. She doesn't have to do anything. Right. But she, (laughs) it's just so so many weird quirks about her that make her so fascinating. And same with Ramona. I mean, say what you want about Ramona, but she's wild television because in the end she, she, the things she does when no one's watching is so watchable. I have no interest in watching Diana lick her lips and like look at seamless in the middle of the night. Like, like, I, like what is she doing? Or the only thing that I think is entertaining about her is that I want to, I want to have a job where I am sent to an Island to unpack for someone and then just hang out. Yeah, I agree. I'd love it. <laughs> Period. That's the dream. No, Kim. Do, so do you like, like on these shows, do you, the, the reason you like Beverly Hills is it because of like the wealth you like the wish fulfillment aspect of Beverly Hills or what, the fashions? What is it for you? The fashions are always important on Beverly Hills. Um, I yeah, I mean, I think it's fascinating to watch these women who are just so substantially wealthy. But to me, what they've done a really good job of is being like a relatable person in the past like historically most of them you know nine times out of ten we watch these crazy wealthy women who have these lifestyles that we'll never have but they're entertaining to watch and they're relatable and it's like at the end of the day it's like i i could see myself hanging out with that person and having a really good fucking time um i think we saw that the most when in the lisa lisa vanderpump era um or at least i did like you know it was these mm-hmm. just women blowing $60,000 on like a children's birthday party. But like, fuck, I wanted to go to the party and hang out with them. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, part of it is like the wealth factor. It's Mm -hmm. like fascinating to watch these people live this, this unbelievable, just fucking ridiculous lifestyle. But then you stick around for the drama, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I live for it. I love it. I just love it so much. Whereas like, to me, New York was like that. Like the Bethany Frankel, Jill Zarin era, the golden years of New York housewives 
but then it kind of fizzled out, fizzled out. And then you just had these like wealthy women with this, you know, these drunk, annoying yeah, women <laughs> who are just fighting and doing, picking at each other for what it just got boring and exhausting. You know, at least for me, Beverly Hills, like always had some legitimacy to the drama most of the time. Fair. I see that for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I do think that's why people like Kyle so much. And is because she's like she's more down to earth on TV than anybody else on Housewives, especially in Beverly Hills. So I get it. And I've met her in real life and she's also kind and fabulous. So it's I think that's why she's so um, she's on people's like top. I I liked her on Girls Trip a lot because it felt like the, the reason I loved the first season of Girls Trip is they really taking those women there, putting them there, stripped a lot of them, their egos away about things. Mm-hmm. And you kind of got to see just who they would be if you went over to their house or something like that. Like, like that's what I really liked about that. And that's why I love Teresa on girls trip, but she pisses me off on the actual show <laughs> show because once these women enter into their bubble, they become kind of this different person. And sometimes I think that in these days of Beverly Hills, Kyle becomes this kind of like, she knows she needs to stir the pot. She knows she needs to do this, this, that. And like, I really like her when she's having fun laughing with the girls being ridiculous, like, and drama just happens upon the situation. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't, I'm not loving her this season because I don't love the, the meddling she's doing. And I really don't like the flip flopping with Garcelle because it's so clear. She's, she literally did it to her face in that scene, like at the, at Sutton's house. I mean, it was, it, it's literally, you can see it happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, like, that's a pet peeve of mine is if it's a, I'm trying to make a point and someone like that's not in this, this conversation makes a face. I want to be like, what? Like, stop. Let me talk to this person, you know? Like, get out, get out of it. It's not your problem. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's, that's my frustration with her, but. But you know, then, then I love her. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not judging you for for loving her. She, she does have her moments. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think that there's a lot of, I, I see a lot of like unnecessary meddling and and flip flopping coming up this season, which makes me sad because I love this franchise, but like I just said, that's the type of drama that I don't really care for. Like fighting yeah. just to fight and fighting over whose side you're on and fighting over who said this and. That's why I don't like Sutton at all is because that seems to be her only storyline in this for these past two seasons. It's all we've seen from her. And so like, Mm -hmm. I'm sick of her ass already, but like now it feels like this whole season is going to be stuck on like that. She's going to, you know, she's going to continue to bring it up over and over and over. And she's going to find different ways to continue introducing it for the rest of the season. And I'm just already exhausted. Well, but see, the thing I love about Sutton is that like Brandy, I don't want to hang out with her. I'm not down. I'm not interested to be her friend, but she like, I think she's so good for the show because she doesn't give a fuck about like the implications of the show. She doesn't really have, she has her store, but she's not like hawking things. She's just like, she's just there. She's just like living. She doesn't need, she doesn't need the money from the show. She's just kind of existing in this bizarre world. I mean, she is a, Mm -hmm. a true character. I mean, the fact like she doesn't feel like seen. one we've never seen mostly because she doesn't feel like she belongs in, in the, just in California. Like she doesn't belong there. I don't know how she ended up there. Like it doesn't really make sense to me. Her narcissism is hilarious. Like the way she can make <laughs> anything about her is genius television for me, I think, but I understand. It almost to I me feels like she like just, it almost to me feels like she came into this like enormous amount of wealth and then she was like hmm where did people with money go Beverly Hills and she just like (laughs) wandered her way over to California right I go to Elton John's dinner parties and I go to Beverly Hills or or charity oh my god that was the most (laughs) iconic moment that she's had since we've known her is when she was confronting Rinna about that and she pulled out (laughs) papers so weird and she looked at her like (laughs) <laughs> it, I liked that because she's trying so hard to make a housewife's moment and it's flopping. It was like kind of flopping because like, yeah. she's like, and you know what I have is we're, we're, we're saints. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, okay. 
<laughs> but coming back to my point, drama that's based on something that actually right. happened, I, that's what that's what I'm here for. Like when she like looked at Renan and then she pulled out those papers, I was like, yes, here we go. And then it quickly <laughs> fell to the floor in pieces. But you know, she certainly tried. Bless her heart. Bless her bless her heart. <laughs> well, Cam, do you have any final thoughts on on anything that we've covered today? We we're coming to the end of our time together. I'm just excited. I think I think the sh- the the show on every Bravo fan's lips right now is uh, Girls Trip season two, mm-hmm. and I just like every week as soon as we watch the new episode, I just anticipate the next one so yeah. much. Like all week long, I'm waiting for it, and I just mm-hmm. cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what happens this coming week. It it literally feels so unpredictable that like I, I just look forward to it every single day and like. I agree. Part of what I, I will part of what I will say this show is really good at doing is like giving something people to feel like hopeful for in a very dark time. And not to get like, you know, too, you know. No, it, I too heavy that. with it. Like we need we need this right now. Like we need we this show right now very desperately and it <laughs> feels do. really nice to have something to look forward to like that again even if it is like people making jokes about like people other women's children dying like <laughs> I know, like I need something happy to look forward to like Dorinda saying what if Brandy's children died? <laughs> right, what if your child died? Like and then it just like cuts to black and I'm like, "Oh my god, I need to know what happens next." I it is nice having something like that to like look forward to with like excitement all week long no i am i completely I agree. agree totally agree it's the jolt yeah. of energy i've needed it is well, it really Cam, is thank you so much for being here this is so fun thank you anytime you want me to come blow your minds with my top housewives i will gladly stop <laughs> by and yeah, shake it up I, a little bit i can't wait till those shift and change um <laughs> wait cam tell everyone where they can uh find you follow you watch your content yeah. all that stuff yeah you can find me on instagram at cam dean h or literally any soul cycle studio in new york city or on the neo U fitness app um yeah i'm just a fitness man about town you know yes, cam works out more hours in the day than he sleeps i think most days you know i've never thought about that but that might that could be true Sundays, <laughs> that be. is true <laughs> which is very sad and very exhausting to think about yeah you do a lot but um well cam thank you so much for being here and say bye to thanks the for having and me say, guys of course say bye to the listeners bye guys i can't wait to catch up on all things housewives and bravo with you next time i'm here and um isn't cam great we love cam the best so much fun also gorgeous so gorgeous even on even see, through but... like an ugly zoom camera he's stunning well kicks and i look like little garbage trolls so that feels good okay <laughs> well call, drag me <laughs> i'm just saying like i don't know i feel like we're both like hunched up next to the camera like hey oh, I, how's I, I it could going sleep. <laughs> um i could sleep right now yeah um <laughs> you can follow me at the tom hamlet uh and you can follow kicks at Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. Yes, and then the podcast, Dumpster Dive Pod. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>